This episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Go check them out at lawncarebusinesssuccess.com slash jobber to receive 20% off your first six months. You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational, to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julio Tomei, and this is episode number 226, entitled Interview with Rory Green from Green's Lawn and Gardens. Well, hello, everybody, and thanks again for joining me this week on another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. Really appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week, and of course, for those questions, comments, and feedback that you guys have been uh, sending through, I really do appreciate uh, those of you that take the time out uh, to do that, whether it's a uh, question uh, that I can quickly uh, answer through a DM or decide to, uh, you know, turn that into a podcast episode or make a video out of that. I really do appreciate that as well as uh, all of the uh, iTunes reviews that you guys have been uh, writing in uh, and leaving uh, as well. Now, uh, on that note, uh, we got uh, two new reviews um, this uh, past week or so. Uh, so the first one uh, is from uh, Spring Green Paul, and he gives us a five-star review, and uh, the title says, Love It. Uh, and, uh, the podcast, uh, review says, uh, thoroughly enjoys, uh, thoroughly enjoy Julio's podcast. Love all the information for beginners and veterans alike. Uh, keep them coming. Uh, and, uh, the next review actually was my very first one star review. Uh, so the very first time somebody has, uh, given me only one star and, uh, the, uh, title of their um, review says all fluff uh, and then they go on uh, with uh, the rest of their review I'm not going to read it uh, but you guys if you're interested you can uh, head on over to uh, iTunes and read uh, what that person uh, had to say and uh, I ask you guys do you think I deserve a one star review for this podcast do you guys get value out of uh, you know listening to this podcast listening to these interviews um um, and does it help you out in your business? If so, while you're there at uh, iTunes uh, reading that one-star review, uh, why not drop uh, your own and uh, let me know uh, what you really think uh, this podcast is worth uh, to you and your business. I would really appreciate that. Uh, so... Uh, with that being said, uh, this week's uh, episode is a uh, another interview. Um, it's with uh, Rory Green uh, from Green's Lawn and Garden uh, down in uh, Australia. Uh, and uh, uh, Rory is also a um, uh, part of a franchise lawn mowing uh, system uh, there in um, Australia. He's uh, part of uh, Jim's Mowing um, uh, Company there. 
And uh, that, uh, ironically, is uh, the same uh, franchise company uh, that I was with when I started uh, here in Canada. Uh, it actually uh, is a franchise company that originated there in Australia and has branched out uh, to a couple of other uh, uh, countries as well. And it just happens to be uh, the one that I had started with as well. Uh, so it'll be an uh, uh, interesting uh, uh, episode to uh, talk to Rory and uh, get his take uh, on uh, running a business uh, from a franchisee uh, point of view. But uh, before we do, it's time for this week's Jobber Minute. So I was trying to think of a question uh, to ask Marie this week uh, for the Jobber Minute. And I thought for those just starting out a lawn care business and uh, looking for an easier way to uh, run all of the day-to-day stuff that comes uh, with running your own business, can Jobber help? Julio, thanks for having me back. Marie here from Jobber. Um, so to answer this question, the good news is Jobber can definitely help with this person's business. Um, our platform is completely customizable, making it an easy fit for them to run their business. And we have a ton of great features. Um, obviously, the basics like quoting, invoicing, but then we get into reporting to make the paperwork side of things a lot easier, um, routing so people can manage their teams. Um, and, you know, we help over 50 home service industries manage their business better. Um, And I've kind of mentioned this before, from plumbing to landscaping, lawn care, HVAC, carpet cleaning, general contracting, and so many more. Basically, if you're running a business that provides a service to a customer on their property, we can certainly help with that. So as always, we recommend check out our full list at getjobber.com and looking forward to coming back and answering more questions soon. So there you have it, Lawn Care Nation. If you want to see what Jobber can do for you and your lawn care business, head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash Jobber. Start a free trial and get 20% off your first six months. So I'm just going to play the podcast announcements and we'll get into this week's uh, interview episode in its entirety right after this. So stay tuned. Hey guys, if you have any questions or comments about the show, I'd love to hear from you. You can head on over to LawnCareBusinessSuccess.com forward slash contact. For you Instagram users out there, be sure to follow me at LawnCareBusinessSuccess. And if you haven't checked out my videos yet, well, what are you waiting for? Be sure to subscribe to the Lawn Care Business Success YouTube channel. Now, I know you guys love listening to audio while you work as much as I do, so I've partnered up with Audible to offer you guys a free 30-day trial and two free audiobooks of your choice. There's no long-term commitments, and you can cancel any time. And get this, even if you cancel during your free trial period, you still get to keep the two free audiobooks. It's a great way to try the service and to see if Audible is right for you. So why not give it a try? Head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash audible. Now back to the show. Okay, so I'd like to welcome Rory Green from Green's Lawn and Gardens to the show. Hey, Rory, how's it going? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think we'll just get uh, right into the questions. So uh, tell us a bit about yourself and your business. Okay, so <clears throat> uh, my name's Rory Green, obviously. Uh, I've, um, I've been in lawn care for... 18 months actually to the month. Um, okay. I'm, uh, I'm a uh, franchisee with a, a, a group that's, um, that you know, uh, you know well, um, Jim's yeah. Marlin, um, and uh, basically uh, moved over here from Western Australia uh, about two years ago. Uh, spent six months doing some research and finding out 
which direction I wanted to go in with uh, with with lawn care company, and uh, and then yeah, the the rest is history. I uh, I signed on as a as a as a franchisee, and uh, I've been I've been cruising along for the last eighteen months, learning as I'm going on the job. Okay, awesome. So uh, I'm guessing here. Uh, my next question uh, is: uh, Is lawn care, uh, or is the your lawn care business your main income or your side hustle? So I'm guessing. Yeah, so uh, it's my, uh, it's your main my main income. income. Yeah, it's from time. Okay. So uh, what first attracted you uh, to the lawn care industry and uh, made you want to start your own business? I think um, getting out of the, the confines of the, an office. Um, it's uh, I, I was I was doing an area manager role for a, a retail tire company. Okay. For um uh, for a lot of years, and uh, I, uh, I I'd, I'd, I'd always worked outside previous to that, and uh, it's it's something I've always loved doing. Love doing gardening. Love mowing lawns. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought, well, look, here's something that I can jump into without having to uh, get any um, extra, you know, qualifications and things like that. And I can just uh, start uh, start straight away, you know, and and and, and jump in and uh, give it a crack. Okay. And uh, you mentioned there uh, at the beginning in your introduction that um, you uh, are part of a, a franchise system. Um, so what attracted you um, to uh, joining uh, the franchise? Okay. So w- when we first moved over, uh, I had these plans that I was going to um, have my, my greens lawn and garden business um, uh, ready to go. And uh, I, you know, I'd done all my branding and I'm, got all ready to rock and roll <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, found pretty quickly that moving to a new place with, with zero contacts and um, zero networking, uh, it, it was going to be very difficult to, to do straight away. Okay. Uh, so I found that uh, joining, a, joining a franchise group uh, would help in the initial stages just to, just to build the business up uh, quickly because... Uh, I was going all in. I wasn't going to be able to do like a, a side hustle yeah. and uh, and hold down a full time job. So uh, it was the quickest way to get a, a full time income uh, straight away. Okay, yeah, that's um, probably one of the reasons when I started too. Um, you know, I was uh, thinking about it. Uh, I had messed around with doing lawn care just on the side using my homeowner lawnmower and the back of my pickup truck and um, all the while working uh, some other jobs and uh, would see these little Jim's mowing trailers driving around town and uh, with, you know, franchises available on the back of them. And it started to pique my interest. And uh yeah, it's, uh, you know, doing some research and thought, it just made a lot of sense in that uh, time in my life to go, hey, you know, this is a way that I can go um, literally from one day to the next full time into, uh, you know, a business. Um, so do you operate uh, with employees or are you a one man operation? No, I'm, uh, I'm going solo uh, at the moment. Okay. Um, I've, uh, I've probably still got a, a while to go yet before I before I um, hit the hit the mark where I can get an employee, and um, uh, probably probably prior to that I'll um, I'll get my wife out on the mower and, <laughs> and I get her to give me a hand. Uh, she enjoys it as well, okay. so she, she's working, 
part-time at the moment. So when we get to a certain point in the business where um, where she can she can leave her uh, part-time job and come and join the uh, uh, join the business full-time, um, that that'll probably be the next step um, okay. when it comes to recruiting someone into the business. All right, nice. So this next question is one of my favorites because um, although the question is the same for everybody, the answers are always different and there's no right or wrong answer. Um, And that is, how would you define success? Oh, lots and lots of money. No. (laughs) No. Um, Just... uh, Oh, being happy, being uh, being free to, to to make your own decisions. Um, I've I've said it um, ad nauseum to to my uh, wife and my family um, that it's the happiest I've been. It's the happiest we've been as a family uh, in the last nice. eighteen months. Just because you get to spend a lot more time with your uh, your, your family, your, your kids, your wife, your. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, grandparents, everything, you know, and um, that's success to me, just yeah. filling in those gaps instead of driving to work every day and coming home and filling the pockets of um, someone else. It's, um, mm-hmm. it's really satisfying. It's really fulfilling. That's success. Yeah, awesome. Um, and it can make even, um, you know, <laughs> what others uh, would think would be a horrible experience still when you look at it in perspective. And I'm thinking about a Instagram post you did um, <laughs> where you were saying, I got poo on my face. <laughs> with <it. laughs> yeah. And you repeated yeah. it at the camera. And I was like, yeah, been there, done that, uh, you know, more than I can, uh, you know, count. Uh, the amount of times that that's happened. <laughs> that was the first time, man. And I'll tell you what, oh, it's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was so funny. I was, I was, I was laughing out so loud when you were doing that because I was like, I know exactly what you're <laughs> going yeah. through. Um, so, uh, what type of uh, equipment uh, are you using there? Uh, just to give a perspective on. Um, you know, the property sizes and stuff that you're working on. For me, it's mainly 21-inch push mower with, you know, a 32 and a 36. Um, I've dabbled with 42-inch mowers, um, but those are just massive for what I have to do. Um, So what sort of uh, equipment are you using there? So uh, when it comes to uh, hand tools, I use all steel. Um, Okay. So um, I uh, run a um, FS94 Okay. Uh, trimmer, um, the uh, backpack blower, a 450 BG 450 backpack blower. Okay. Um, held. Um, I've also got you know a small chainsaw for for, for heavy pruning and um, small tree removal and things like that. Um, in regards to uh, oh, and I run a combi system as well, just yep. for the um uh, for the for the extension hedge trimmer and things like that, and um, that's the KM 130. I uh, love that okay. thing. It's uh, mowers. I just run a twenty-one inch Honda, the HRU two one six. Okay, okay. Uh, hasn't failed me yet. Uh, it's had okay. a few nice. bits and pieces fall off, but uh, you know you, you, it's, it's easily repairable. It's a good machine to to fix on the run. I find. Okay, um, and also a Hubba Raptor SD in a forty-two inch for my uh, rural stuff up okay. to about. Sort of, I'm, I'm really punishing myself trying to do 
um, a couple of properties that are about three acres. Mm. Um, and uh, I'm upgrading soon to a, uh, a Toro um, with a 60-inch deck, something that's got a bit more bit more size for some of these rural properties that I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Very, very nice. Um, so do you offer any other services besides uh, just lawn care and gardening? I'm thinking about, I'm not sure how it is um, there in Australia, but here um, with the Jim's mowing franchise here, they really push the, uh, you know, trying to do as much as you can, gutter cleaning, power washing, um, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So initially starting, um, it's, it's, you know, obviously that's a great idea. I was getting into as much as I possibly could, uh, just taking any, anything, uh, garden cleanups and, and, uh, all that sort of stuff. But yeah. I try and limit myself to, uh, um, uh, basic gardening when it comes to like a regular client services. So, um, some, some weed control, uh, um, mulching, um, throwing down some pebbles and things like that. Uh, yep. no, no, um, no, uh, sort of heavy, heavy landscaping work, pretty much just garden, um, garden maintenance. Um, okay. but, but also for fertilizing and aerating, uh, and deep thatching, uh, when, when it's necessary. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Um, so are you mainly, uh, resi- focused on residential type work or, uh, do you do commercial or is it a mix of both? Yes, to mix of both. Um, I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely trying to uh, trying to move the business model over to uh, to uh, rural to, to some acreage uh, work, just okay. because of the the location that we're in. Um, we've we've recently moved from where my territory was based, uh, right on right on the coast. Um, we've moved about half an hour inland, uh, okay. and that's. Uh, it's it's a lot of uh, small small acreage, but you know up to up to two or three acres uh, out here. So um, I'm trying to move into that that area more, but still with a mix of um, of residential mowing because uh, they're they're always good to to get you through those um, those slower months with um you know add on surfaces with garden maintenance and things like that. I find them okay. good to hang on to. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Um, so this next question is another one, uh, sort of probably one of the ones that gives uh, guys the biggest pause for thought when I ask it. And that is, uh, share with us a time that you struggled in your business and what you learned or did to overcome it. Uh, day one, man. <laughs> day one. <laughs> I, uh, I left, uh, I was taking jobs that were uh, up to like an hour away from where I lived uh, okay. to try and uh, to try and get by because uh, I, I got into a, uh, a territory that had zero clients. Okay. I got a territory with no clients, so I was in the ground running, just taking anything I could. And uh, I went to a job, these um, two, young, two young uni students that were, um, that were living in a rental property and they hadn't touched the garden in about oh, months. Had to be months and months. <laughs> and um, the grass was knee high. Uh, I didn't have a ride on at the time. I just had my twenty-one inch um, push mower. And so uh, I'd, I'd spent 
probably most of the day at this property, <laughs> just mowing it with the catcher off and the flap um, flipped up, uh, yeah. just hacking it down. Um, I was uh, I was stoked when I finished. Uh, I was stoked when I finished. Yeah. Um, jumped in the car, was driving home, and I, I, I rang and rang my wife and I said, "Right, I'm coming home. It's been a good day. I've smashed out some work and uh, turned out of the street, and the axle snapped." Oh, <laughs> oh no! On the first the, day, uh, the whole wheel yeah, first day, the whole wheel assembly fell off and passed me by. Um, <laughs> Passed by my passenger window. Uh, I, uh, I pulled over and uh, I literally had my phone in my hand thinking, damn, I'm going to have to call my old boss and get my job back. I was, oh, I, I was screwed at that point. I thought, we don't have money to get this fixed. Um, I haven't got the work coming in to stop for, for a week or so. Um, yeah. But uh, luckily enough, uh, got it fixed within about 24 hours and was back on the road. Uh, um, thanks to some help from some local businesses, um, local trailer repair place got me in straight away and fixed it up. And uh, it wasn't nearly as much as I thought it was going to be. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I had a heart attack there for a while. I've yeah, got to yeah. tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very, um, it's uh, crazy how the, the self doubt will, creep up right away it's it's oh, it's yeah. all it's always there uh in the vacuum you know one minute you're um you know on top of the world and then the next minute it's it's literally a, a business owner is literally like riding a roller coaster it's up and down and and all that uh, it's absolutely crazy but that's awesome that you're able to turn it around so quick and uh oh i was I was so happy. The, the tow truck driver was actually coming past, like I'd called the company and oh, okay. um, five minutes away coming down the same road to, um, to on his way home. But he's um, picked me up, uh, picked my trailer up and taken it to the repair place. And that was, if it wasn't for that, because it was really late in the day, um, I would have had to leave it there overnight, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... Uh... That's awesome. And almost, um, if you think about it, almost a blessing in disguise because your first day you got that lesson taught to you right away that there's going to be obstacles, but you can overcome them. And, uh, you know, not, not to panic and not to things that things, um, you know, with the right attitude uh, will, uh, you know, seemingly work out uh, themselves uh, just the yeah. way, uh, you know, it works out. So uh, very, and there's very only good. one way but up after a day yep. like that. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, right. What's that uh, famous saying? You know, um, when your life knocks you down, you know, at least you're already looking in the right direction. Um, from there, yeah, right, right. You're, you're looking up. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, what is your favorite thing about being self-employed? Oh, I think definitely. Um, uh, going back to what defines success, um, I think uh, the freedom to, to make make your own decisions, um, to not not be punching the clock for someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, uh, the way you, the, the, I think the freedom to, to structure your business any way you want. You know, um, yeah. if, if if I feel like. Uh, 
if I feel like having uh, um, getting my work done and um, going down and having lunch uh, with with my wife and um, a couple of beers and relaxing, you know, in the middle of the week, if you want, <laughs> it's, it's it's up to you. Uh, yes, it's, that, that, that's that's the best thing. I mean, just the, the freedom. Okay. Yeah. Very awesome. That's um, what a lot of guys uh, uh, say with that one. Um, so this question, I'm not sure if will apply to you being a franchisee uh, or not, but uh, in what ways do you market your business and maybe share your number one marketing tip? Yeah. So I still, um, I still do my own uh, marketing okay. through uh, Greens Lawn and Garden. So okay. pretty much um, uh, I use that for um, uh, for, uh, for anything sort of um, larger with my with my acreage mowing and things like that, uh, advertising in uh, areas outside of my territory, um, okay, which is a kind of um, frowned upon, <laughs> okay, yeah, with the uh, the franchise system. But um, I uh, I have a website um, set up, uh, the Greens Lawn and Garden website, um, and also. I took your advice when I very first um, got into the into the, the business and got a Google uh, My Places set up, okay, yeah. Google Business yeah. address. Yeah, and, uh, I actually generate um, uh, generate a few leads. Probably at the moment, probably around uh, seven or eight leads a month just through that uh, yeah. alone um, with a good you know a good Google ranking and um, and also social media. Uh, yep. Instagram and, and Facebook, and um, and yeah, I think the old-fashioned going into businesses and, and and saying hello and handing your business card that's very very undervalued. I find yep. um, people focus a lot on, uh, on on digital marketing, and it's great. I mean, it's 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 awesome. But um, you know. Walking around uh, your local businesses and introducing yourself and handing your business cards out to as many people as you can yeah. works. So okay. uh, that's um, that's how very, I do. Yeah, very cool. Um, so when um, we were discussing uh, talking about um, having you on the show, um, one of the things that you um, shared uh, was that you thought you could share a unique perspective uh, from the franchisee um, sort of point of view and for guys um, you know thinking about that and um, obviously um, you know I've had that that same um, uh, background and experience as you in fact uh, if I just reach behind me here I still have uh, my uh, <laughs> my one uh, my yeah, one and only uh, franchise uniform left, uh, one that I kept for uh, just a, a keepsake as my, you know, where I started from. Um, the, rest yeah. of, uh, the rest of all my uniforms and stuff I actually gave uh, to another local guy here that works in, uh, in my area who's a gym. And I said, hey, do you want clothes and stuff? Because he has employees and stuff. I said, I got a whole mess of stuff that I've you know, had from the, the five years and stuff. I said, you can have it, right? So uh, I said, I'll just keep one shirt just for uh, a, a memento. <laughs> so maybe share um, uh, your uh, unique view of, uh, uh, you know, your franchise uh, experience. So um, the experience with the franchise has been good uh, as a whole. I mean, um, like I said in the, um, the, the message I sent you when we were, when we were teeing this up, um, there's definite pros and cons 
yeah. um, to being in a, in a franchise group, you, you'd know <clears throat> you'd know this. And I think one of your gripes as well was um, things like uh, you know your marketing, uh, marketing your business. You, you're pretty limited. Um, yes. To what you can do. Yeah. Um, and that's not and that's not totally a bad thing. It just depends on the person. So yeah. for some for some people that's going to be absolutely perfect. They, you know, but for other people, um, like for me, I've always been entrepreneurial. Um, I've always started, uh, you know, I've started multiple businesses in the past and done all that stuff on my own. So it was tough going into a franchise system and saying, you know, being said, no, you can't do that now. Right. So it was like, that was the part like for me, but for other people, I, you know, recognize that, Hey, that would be totally perfect for some people. Yeah. And and uh, I'm kind of in, I'm kind of in the middle there. Um, okay. I find I, I like the structure um, yep. because it does hold uh, it does hold not only not only uh, myself but it holds the other franchisees um, to account as well. Um, yes. Yeah. You, you you don't you don't think about it much when you you're going through your daily um, your daily routine, but. Um, there's hundreds of other trailers on the road with um, with this branding, and uh, if 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 those guys, some of those guys, aren't keeping on top of their uh, on top of their maintenance and their, their you know their vehicles and trailers look shabby, um, yes. it reflects poorly on you. Yes, and um, they, they've got they they do run a pretty tight ship uh, in regards to that though. So um, that, okay. that's that's one thing. Um, I okay. have noticed is um, is is they hold up people to account um, with you know with things like presentation. Um, yeah. One of the, the one of the really good things, the the, the, the best thing that um the, that I have uh, experienced was coming into it uh, from day one, um, barring the broken axle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is um, uh, I hit the ground running uh, from day one, so. Leads were coming in uh, from the national call centre, uh, and I was able to build a client base um, of around forty clients within the first sort of three months, which is okay, yeah. I thought I thought it was unheard of. I didn't think that I didn't yeah. think I'd be able to get going that quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's just brand recognition. Um, yes. So that's plus. Um. In regards to uh, in regards to um, the franchise, uh, the franchise system sort of being a bit too a bit too strict around um, uh, around advertising outside of your territory and things like that. Uh, I did find obviously ways around that uh, okay. with your greens, lawn, and garden. And, yep. Um, I'd recommend that to anyone, anyone that's watching that or listening to the podcast that is thinking about um, getting into a franchise group. Uh, don't rely on just the franchise to find you the work, um, yeah. Because it's your business. You want to run it the way that you do. You know, yeah. Just because you've got uh, Jim's ugly mug on the side of your trailer, <laughs> yeah. it's still your business. Yeah, and yeah, um, you should you should definitely market it. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that was, um, uh, my only, probably my biggest criticism of my experience, um, was here at least it was, it was similar, um, where you couldn't, you know, market 
your own business. Um, and, uh, uh, but at the same time, you know, it was like, you can, you can, we can provide you with these, uh, you know, flyers that you can put out. Um, but then, you know, there's no, you know, if somebody actually calls from that flyer, there's no guarantee that you're getting the work unless you're only putting those flyers in your territory and you're down for work. Um, So, you know, that was a bone of contention for me because then the uh, franchisor would also say, well, you can't rely on us for all your work. You got to get out there and do it, but then you can't do it without, you can't have your phone number on it. You can't have your, so I was like, what? (laughs) Right. So that was the, those were the things that kind of, you know, started to, um, you know, just drive a, a wedge between me and just my thought of how it would be. Um, and, 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 and starting to plant the seed of going on my own, um, was that uh, for me. But other than that, oh, I, um, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I, I made a, I made a mistake when I, uh, when I first got into the franchise, I got a, um, a, a Google listing, um, set up, but I had it under Jim's mowing um, Perigian Beach, my territory. Oh, okay. And uh, I had had my mobile number on there. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, my franchisor received a few complaints uh, from other franchisees in the area that I was mm-hmm. advertising outside my territory. And oh, okay. um, I just, yeah, I just, I, so um, like you said, I had to had to change and put the the standard contact number on there. And yeah. I remember saying the exact same thing to the franchisor. I thought, well, hang on a minute, I'm advertising for someone else. Yeah, I, you know, and it's uh, it, it just seemed seemed kind of uh, kind of redundant having a, a Google listing um, if someone outside his territory is just going to call the number and it's going to go straight to their um, straight to that yeah. franchisee. Anyway. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, but it's, yeah, it's, it's just uh, one of those things where, um, you know, for people listening and considering a franchise to just, you know, think about that, right. Because that is part of, you know, what you're agreeing to and stuff. Right. So just, you know, make sure that that's, uh, and like I said, for, um, for some people, I think it'll be fine. Um, but for others, like if you have any of that sort of, um, entrepreneurial spark or something in you and and you've got ideas on marketing and things like that then it might not be the best fit because you won't be able to you know flex those muscles uh in you know so to speak um as far as um uh, overall experience with the franchise um you know they're very successful um in all different franchises um in and including uh, mobile franchises as well. Um, but you have to remember uh, as well as that it's not like a McDonald's where, you know, it's a, 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 a like a location that people are coming to you. Um, all the work and all the calls still go through a call center. And then those are, are filtered through. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot... I think um, can have to do with the actual regional franchisor 
uh, who's running that area and stuff, right? Whether you have a good experience or a bad experience, um, yeah. you know, cause I'm sure there's lots of people that have fantastic experiences. I still remember, um, and like, you know, people think, um, that I'm um, a bit salty or something from the experience or anything. And I'm not, I, I, you know, I think I did a podcast episode talking about it. Um, like looking back on my experience and saying, you know, yeah, I, I, I reckon, yeah, that I recognize it's actually good for some people. It just wasn't good for me. It just didn't fit mm. my personality and, and that sort of stuff. But um, I remember uh, early on uh, when I first saw those trailers driving around my area and looking into this, you know, gyms and then finding out all this like companies from Australia, like, you know, what the heck are they doing over here in Canada? And then figuring out that and then, you know, reading into Jim Penman and all that and then seeing his book. And then I read his book and then I was like, oh, I'm like so inspired by this guy. Like he's, you know, he's gone out there and, you know, did all this stuff. And it was such a neat story. Um, yeah. And it's, com- and it's I imagine, yeah. And I imagine it's completely different there because don't they have a lot of different franchise branches where here in Canada, it's just the mowing that they have. Um, where, oh, really? Yeah. Where there you guys, the gyms kind of get their fingers in everything that's <laughs> that oh, they can put his yeah, picture on. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got, he's, there's gyms, <laughs> there's gyms tax accounting. There's gyms. <laughs> um, and the funny thing is, uh, it's a, it, it creates a whole network. So um, if, you're, uh, if you need finance for um, some expensive piece of equipment or a new vehicle, there's Jim's finance, there's Jim's bookkeeping, mm. Jim's dog wash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. And, and they're like different colored trailers or something, right? Like dog wash is like red trailers yeah. or something. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so there's a different color code for every, um, for every, for every vehicle. Uh, yeah, very. It's it's, um, it's fascinating. It's fun, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's it's everywhere. Like, and you, you're constantly waving to people driving down the street. Oh, there's oh, another yeah. one. Oh. There's another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's not like I say. I'm you know I've always uh, really uh, liked the whole um, everything about it. I liked, but it just you know it didn't fit me. But it's what attracted me when I first started was the the clean trailers, the uniforms, uh, all that stuff. Right? It was um, what I always tried to do when I started previous businesses was that. Right? I always liked that sort of you know that the same thing that you hold to a standard. Yes. It, but yeah, that's that's what that's what I liked as well. It's it's it, yeah. it fits. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, do you um, use any software to manage your business? Um, yeah. Okay. And uh, do you, can you talk about oh, that, so, or, is uh, it, or is it proprietary? Like, uh, I know it used to be uh, Jim's Jobs or something back in the day when I was in the franchise. No, it's um when when I first when I first um. Uh, got out of the the training because um, you go and do a week of, of training in Melbourne with um, okay uh, with the with the some franchisors and and Jim and uh, you come out of training with Jim on mind so you've got uh, Jim's um, scheduling and Jim's uh, uh, Jim's jobs for for, for uh, invoicing and stuff but yeah. I, I quickly got rid of it because really really. Uh, buggy and just um, oh, 
not good. <laughs> okay. Okay. It just didn't fit your so, business. Uh, uh, so I use uh, Zero okay. uh, for more accounting, and um, and uh, I just use the uh, Apple Calendar. Uh, for, okay. Yeah. For all my schedule works yeah, really yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and uh, and is free. So um, yeah. Uh, and and because I'm solo at the moment, it's a uh, it's a piece of cake. Um, yeah. I can see and I can. See Share my schedule with uh, with my wife, so she knows what's going on on a daily basis as well. Yeah, and um, I, that's it. Yeah, I find I find um, because you're a single owner operator like I am, and you have your set clients that um, like I rarely ever even look at the calendar anymore because I'm just doing mainly regular mows, and it's like okay, it's Tuesday. Well, you know. I just, you know, you know where to go, right? And then it's Wednesday, you know where to go. And half the times you're like, I'll get to a property and be like, I don't even remember driving here. It's like, you know, it's like you're, it's like automatic. Like you go, you know, it's been like so many times that you're going to oh, these places. Oh, I was just discussing that yesterday. We were literally yeah. just having that discussion yesterday. As you get somewhere and you just go, wow, I just drove yeah. for 10 minutes. I don't even know where I, where I went. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... uh that's funny. Um, so uh, one of the most common questions, and I know this won't uh, fully apply to you, but one of the most common questions that I get in my business is what do I do in the winter? So is there a winter or off season in your business? And if so, what do you do in the winter? So winter's very mild here um, yep. in, I mean, in, in Australia in general, but um, we're on the, uh, uh, the, in the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, which yep. is... Uh, subtropical, yeah. So um, our our winter consists of probably minimum uh, minimum temps of around oh, seven or eight degrees Celsius, okay. Um, and then highs of about forty. Okay. <laughs> so uh, um, we we can mow we can mow all year round, but we drop down to uh, to monthly for um, okay. for for the winter months. Okay, and. Um, and uh, still, just um, uh, so so I keep the same regular clients on a monthly, and then switch over to um, some some mulching jobs and uh, a lot of garden cleanups and, and, and guttering and gut cleaning mm-hmm. and things like that, and yeah. just, just to fill those those gaps. Yeah, I don't. I feel so sorry for you guys. Oh, it's winter. Okay, heading to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, what are your future plans or goals for your business? Uh, I think to um, uh, probably probably get um. A minimum of uh, sorry, maximum um, of uh, two employees on the bo- on, on on board, okay. and um, increase the increase the client list in the in the acreage mowing. Oh. So uh, I think eventually we'll probably move move uh, move over to around eighty uh, percent uh, ride on work and uh, about twenty percent um, smaller residential with the push mow uh, okay. work and 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 leave gardening. Behind, or we just focus okay. solely on the, on the the lawn care side of it, yeah. Um, and uh, look at trying to um, uh, trying to help um, with the, with these acreage properties. No one really does anything to their lawn. It's just you know you go you cut it um, once a fortnight, once once every two weeks, and then um, 
you know, we'll see you again in, in another two weeks. But yeah, what we want to try and do with our business is um, introduce uh, aeration and fertilization and things to these rural guys because okay. at the moment, a lot of people just don't really, uh, don't really care. You know, grass yeah. is grass to them out here in, in the rural areas. Uh, and, um, and just focus on that. Just focus okay. on lawn care, right on work, and um, and uh, keep some uh, some garden mulching and things like that. But that's about it. Okay, yeah, very cool. Simple um, yeah, so that's you know one of the uh, coolest things about lawn care is you can make it what you want, right? You can stay solo, single owner operator. You can you know get um, you know crews and have people working under you. If you're in a franchise, you could get multiple trailers. And and do it that way. There's really no limit to uh, uh, what you uh, what you do. Um, so uh, uh, this is a, a fun question that I I, I introduced uh, last year. But uh, what is the weirdest thing that you've seen or has happened to you uh, during your business? All right. So I'll keep this PG. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I had a uh, I had a regular client that I used to look after. And um, it was there was this beautiful property where um, there was a courtyard that led uh, the, the main bedroom led to a like a courtyard area, and um, uh, it was um, it had windows through to the like a glass door through to the, um, uh, to the main bedroom and to the ensuite. Yeah. And one day I'm, I'm cleaning up this courtyard, and there was a whole bunch of sex toys <laughs> on the bathroom bench. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, I quickly, I quickly finished up, uh, um, finished up doing what I was doing and, um, and informed the client that I was no longer going to be servicing the area. <laughs> and uh, and uh, got out of there pretty quick. But, uh, that, that was a bit of a laugh. That was, uh, no, that's funny. That was definitely. <laughs> that is uh that's funny and i knew them they were a married couple that i was kind of you know i'd communicated with a fair yeah. bit but i just felt really too weird too awkward yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah it's too yeah i had something similar uh that happened to me once like that um wasn't quite that extreme but it was a, a lawn that i was there every week on the same day same time and um, I went and I was mowing the backyard and there were some patio doors and they were open this time. And I was always kind of leery because they had a dog. Um, the, the guy who owned the house had gone through various girlfriends in the time that I mowed and they would all be living with him each time. Um, then he'd, you know, break up with one and then some other girl would move in and, and be there. And this, this uh, new girlfriend had this dog and, you know, the dog didn't like me mowing the lawn and uh, you know, they'd always have to make sure he's inside and tied up and all this stuff. And so, you know, I went to go do this lawn and the doors are open. So I'm like, okay, well you gotta be kind of careful because if that dog's in there, he's going to, you know, come running out at me. So I start mowing and the thing is I had mowed the front yard. So, you know, there was a lot of noise already happening with mowers and trimmers and things in the front by the time I got to the backyard. So I start mowing and this dog starts running out the door at me. And then I notice this out of the corner of my eye, 
this flash of a naked body running across the room. And then, <laughs> so I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> like, this person's got no clothes on and they're not going to be able to come out here and get this dog. <laughs> so I was like, you know, trying to, uh, you know, um, you know, keep the dog back and stuff. And, he, and luckily he wasn't aggressive. He was just pretending to be like showing his teeth and, and all that, but he wasn't actually coming at me. He would, you know, was keeping his distance. I think he was afraid of the mower as well. Um, but then she came running out a few seconds later, wrapped in a towel and stuff. And, uh, and then, um, you know, pulled the dog inside, didn't say a word to me, pulled the dog inside, closed the doors. And, um, then, uh, I got a letter a week later saying they're canceling service. So I was like, All right. <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't know what, uh, what I did wrong. I was there the exact same time, you know, week after week. And I did your front yard. If you didn't hear those machines going, you know, that's, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, whatever. Yeah. And the funny thing is, and the funny thing is I didn't, it was just this flash that I could tell yeah. the person, I saw the person run across and, you know, like my eyes didn't have time enough to even focus. Never mind, right? Because I'm looking at this dog, and uh, I just I just saw the. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. Um, so uh, this next question uh, is another one that I really uh, like asking people because um, you know everybody's got uh, different answers. But um, share your best piece of advice with someone just starting out in the business. Um, so I want you to come from this at a point that this is somebody that you know. Uh, and that you only want uh, to see them succeed. You only want to, you know, the best for them. So what would you say if they said, Rory, um, thinking about starting a lawn care business? Um, <clears throat> I'd say that um, it's, it is, you have to realize that it's, it's not all, um, uh, it's not all roses. Um, I think um, that's, that's just small business in general, but, um, be prepared to work. Uh, take as much work as you can, um, as quickly as you can. So don't be picky in the initial stages. Um, if you've got if you've got clients that want something done that's that, that you're able to do, physically able to do, I think um, do it. Do as much as you possibly can to try and establish um, establish yourself and your business. Uh, and also, it helps with um, with uh, with learning new skills as well. Um, try different things, you know. It's um, and 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 just be prepared to work. Uh, market your business through networking. Uh, okay. Net networking with um with like the local businesses uh, is is paramount. I think uh, talk to talk to real estate agents. Um, uh, in particular, uh, they're 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 a Awesome um, for, for for generating leads, um, and in here in Australia, it's it's as simple as uh, you know you walk into these um, these real estate offices and uh, you can get yourself a, a contractor appointment form. Uh, you, you you fill it out, you you leave it with them. You know if if they've got someone that is currently looking after their um, their properties, things happen. You know they might go out of business or they might mess up, and you're the next person that you know gets the call uh, okay so simple things simple things like that is just 
communicate with as many other local small businesses um, uh, as you can uh, and, and just get your face out there. That, that's especially if you want to work in your area, in your territory, um, <clears throat> that's paramount because if everyone knows who you are um, and sees you driving around every day and you pop in and you, you know you buy a coffee from the local um, the local coffee shop and you go and speak to the local real estate agents, you develop a lot of rapport um, with these with these local businesses um, and that's that's vital I think so um, those two things um, uh, take Take as much work as you can, learn new skills through it, and networking. That's definitely what I would recommend. Okay, awesome. Very, very uh, uh, good answer there. Um, so uh, I'm going to try out, um, I, I, I mentioned to you earlier that I might throw in some new questions. So you'll be the first one I'm trying uh, some of these uh, questions out so you haven't heard these. Um, so the first one would be, Hang on, um, I was prepared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, drunk curveballs yeah, here we go. So, um, what's one thing that people don't realize about running a lawn care business? Um, it's, it's, it's hot, hard work. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not easy. Um, yeah. It's fun because it's, uh, you, you get a lot of uh, instant gratification of, of fin- finished products and things, but, I think a lot of people see, especially through social media these days, um, we put up all the lovely pictures of all the nice, yep. lush, green lawns that we do and um, these beautiful crisp edges and, um, you know, a smiling face attached to it. But, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of hot um, days where you're, you're, you're sliding your away face. doing some, <laughs> yeah, put on your face, <laughs> doing, um, you know, doing... Lawns that aren't aren't nice to mow. And, yes, you know, yeah. You just, but you take the good with the bad. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's not all as Rocky would say. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a that's a great answer. That's you know a lot of people think it's, and that's why I think you see so many lawn care companies every spring popping up. Um, just everybody yeah. thinks it's easy, right? That it's. You know, it's so simple and you're just pushing lawns. But once you're out there and, you know, after you're, you know, like customers, it's it's funny because customers will ask me or I'll ask them, you know, how long it takes them to mow their own lawn when I'm quoting, right? And they'll tell me and stuff. So then I can kind of figure out, oh yeah, like that's, you know, it'll take me this much then, right? Or they'll ask me how many lawns I'm doing in a day and then their jaw just drops and they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just insane, right? And it's like, oh, it's, once you're conditioned to it, right? It's uh, it's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, but people, yeah, people definitely uh, don't realize that. Um, so uh, what is... Uh, one of the resources that you use most often to help grow your lawn care business? Uh, resources. Oh, look, uh, I think, like I said before, uh, local networking. Um, and uh, and I'm, in, I'm a part of the franchise group, so um, we get leads. We get leads coming through um, probably around, you know, during the, during the peak season, um, if, if we get a lot of rain, uh, come through. Uh, sometimes I'll have like 
20 leads come through in a month for, for, for new regular clients. Um, uh, it, it gets crazy sometimes. Um, and, um, and yeah, just, just, just keep up on, um, uh, on social media. That's what I do, uh, with, um, with the local, the local businesses. Um, yeah, it's, I think, uh, oh, and, uh, I've recently, um, recently gotten onto, um, uh, TikTok. Okay. Uh, very, very young, um, crowd yep. on there at the moment. But uh, I think if you're starting, if you want to try and start growing a brand, um, you know, I wouldn't expect any income out of it or anything like that at the moment. But if you want to try and um, grow a brand and you're just starting, uh, the organic reach on that um, that platform is crazy at the moment. Um, uh, I think I I put on like a joke and then it's, it's had like 40,000 views um, through just organic, organic reach. Um, yeah. Uh, that, that's um, that's helped. So look, look at new, <clears throat> looking at new ways to to try and uh, to try and uh, get a brand out there. Really, I guess. Okay. Um, and uh, obviously, uh, you've mentioned to me that you've listened to the podcast and and um, uh, watched some of my videos and stuff. Who besides uh, the stuff that I do? Who would you say um, you uh, get value from? Uh, online, if you have to share. Uh, think, um, uh, so, um, uh, mowing, growing, oh, mowing, yeah. And growing. Yeah, Martin. Yeah, Martin. So, um, he's the man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love, uh, I love just uh, getting some tips and tricks of watching his videos uh, on YouTube, uh, especially moving into the acreage stuff. Yes. Uh, yeah. The, the obvious one, um, Mr. Superstar Brian from Brian's Lawn, uh, Brian's okay, Lawn yeah. Maintenance. Yeah. Um, some of the uh, the demos you see on the machines uh, is is great. Pretty much, pretty much any time I want to buy a new piece of equipment, he's done a demo on it with someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And um, and uh, just uh, I think. Other guys, I, I try and just follow as many uh, many guys in the lawn care industry as I can, uh, just to uh, you know find out new um, information. And you see that it keeps you um, keeps you engaged. To when you you know when you you work by yourself all day, um, yeah, yeah. Social media is great for our industry, isn't it? Because you can yes. you can stay engaged with people, and you don't feel like you're cruising around by yourself all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome. Very, very cool. So, um, what um, or how did you overcome? Um, and I'm assuming here, being um, you know a person who's new into the business, uh, when you first started out, I'm sure there was some um, fear in your mind um, about uh, doing that, and going out on your own. Um, so, how did you overcome uh, that fear and that little voice in your head? about uh, starting a business? Oh, um, I think just by going all in, um, I, I, I reckon the only, the only way to do it, if you've got any trepidation, um, you've just got to, you've just got to um, go in a hundred percent. If you, because if you don't, um, 
leave yourself open to, to failure, I think. Yeah, that's a, and that, that was my biggest fear was um, was not uh, was uh, was not um, not not uh, was was giving up too early. Like I was thinking to myself, I can't give up. I can't give up early. If if if, if something goes wrong, you've just got to keep going because uh, the moment that you um, you start to listen to those little voices in your head. Uh, that you can uh, you can fail pretty quickly, I think. Um, and uh, Tony Robbins has a um, has a good saying. It's called "Burn your boats." Okay. Says, uh, I'm not sure if you picked it up from someone else, but um, if you want to take the island, burn your boats. Because mm. if you leave yourself a way back, there's a chance you can fail. But if you go all in, if you're given the chance to succeed or fail, and you take away the um, the option of failure, you don't really have a choice, do you? Yeah, no. Yeah, awesome. Great answer. So, uh, one that was sort of uh, piggyback off of that is, um, so when you maybe encounter that fear, um, what is the first thing that you would do to overcome it? Is it just a matter of telling yourself that hey, recognizing it, uh, or do you just think out the the you know whatever the situation may be and try to figure out a way around it? Um, communication with, uh, with with family and friends. I think okay. um, always, always um, talk to my wife um, and um, uh, get a get a different perspective. You know, if you if you if you're feeling like you're um, you're up against it and you're you're worried, um, you've got that fear in your mind. Talking to someone that's the biggest thing. I think communication with with family and friends and um, even uh, other other people like yourself um, in the, in the industry, it's it's just just reach out to someone and just ask a question. You know, ask ask the question uh, because uh, sometimes you get stuck in your own head and you can't see the answer in that's right in front of you. <laughs> mm. So that's it, awesome. definitely. Okay, awesome. And um, if you were to do this all over again, uh, what is the first thing um, that you would do maybe differently? Oh, buy a bigger mower. <laughs> okay. I think um, initially coming into the business, um, no, if I could do it all over again, uh, I would have, um, I would have uh, probably had uh, a lot more, uh, a lot more savings to um, to purchase um, to purchase some um, uh, some larger equipment. Uh, and uh, like when I say larger equipment, I, I run the forty-two inch um, rod on mower. Uh, and uh, I would um, I would have jumped straight into a large commercial sixty inch, um, so that I could have um, I could have uh, got a lot more profit early on. Um, and then you know, some of these properties that take me around five hours of mowing um, uh, don't leave much open for the rest of the day. If you've got a, I've got a couple of regular clients that. Um, I'm mowing and I'm there for five or six hours. Whereas um, if I had something like that to start with, uh, I wouldn't be able to punch it out in about uh, two and a half to three hours. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, yeah. so uh, just uh, yeah. Okay. Awesome. So um, second to last question here is: uh, Do you have any uh, tips uh, to share with people um, thinking about, um, uh, let's say? Um, We'll do it specific to your situation. Um, any tips to share with people thinking about buying a franchise in general? It doesn't have to be, you know, a lawn care franchise or thing, but you know, what have you learned from that 
experience? Was there you know something that you weren't expecting, um, something that you learned after? I think um, uh, be prepared uh, for first thing if, if you're really um, entrepreneurial like yourself, um, yeah. and and you don't you you don't like a strict structure around your business. Um, it's probably not right for you a, um, mm. a franchise model. Um, whereas I'm somewhere in between where I, like I said at the start, I like that structure, but I yeah. also like to, I still understand that it's my business uh, yeah. so I can run it accordingly. So if you're, if you really want your own business, you really want your own brand, um, uh, a franchise model is probably not for you. Um, and, um, be, um, be prepared, uh, for, especially in the long care industry, be prepared for um, uh, a bit of criticism from other from independent um, yeah. uh, companies, just yeah. because there is a bit of there, there is um, there's a bit of a um, a bit of a clash there sometimes. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. Especially on social media, so you have a bit of a thick skin. Um, yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, and uh, and I think. Um, uh, another another good tip actually um, make as much um, sorry um, use your franchise all as much as you can uh, in, in any franchise industry uh, for um, for information use your other franchise or and other franchisees um, yeah. to help because they've got inside knowledge um, yes that, that you just can't you're not going to okay. get through uh, through training and uh, no. um, through you know talking to the, the, the guys at the head offices and stuff, you, yeah. you, you want information from guys that are on the ground with you, yeah. uh, doing the same things day in day out. Yeah, no, they're definitely a, a great resource. I still say to this day that that's the the only thing I really miss from the franchise was the monthly meetings, and it wasn't the yeah. meeting it wasn't the meeting content. It was the just talking to the other guys because. You know, if you think about being um, a single owner operator of an independent business, you know, it's not impossible, but it is difficult to encounter another business that you can maybe talk to locally about and share ideas of what's working and stuff because generally they're very guarded on what they're charging yeah. and what they're doing and stuff where you go into the franchise because it's, um, you know, you all have your own territories and things like that. Everybody's very open about sharing and helping each other out and, and all that stuff. So, so yeah, that's a, it's a huge resource uh, in that uh, respect. Yeah. Um, so if people want to uh, follow you uh, or find you online, how can they do that? Uh, so I, um, I use uh, Greens Lawn and Garden uh, for all my platforms. Uh, I'm on Instagram, uh, YouTube. Um, I've, I've, I've got a channel, but I haven't put anything on there yet. I haven't, got, uh, haven't built up the confidence to put any, <laughs> any, uh, <laughs> any uh, long-form uh, long videos or anything on YouTube. But Instagram, YouTube, uh, Facebook, and, uh, and TikTok as well. Yeah. And they're all okay. uh, at Green Lawn Garden. Nice. Oh, I, I had uh, noticed as well, and not that I had noticed and you didn't show me, um, but uh, your Green's logo looks pretty familiar to me. I wonder, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, where, you, wonder where you got that idea yeah. from. <laughs> I love the shovel. I love the shovel when I I went, oh, wow. the, the, the shovel knows a leaf. I was like, this yeah, is, yeah. is awesome. <laughs> and then, 
then That's I started awesome. following you like more and more years went on. <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought, oh, he's going to see one of my posts and go, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you uh, sent me a DM or something with a picture of my logo and a picture yeah. of your logo. And it said something like, um, I forgot what it said. Something's like the, the form of flattery or something like that. Like, uh, I forgot yeah, what that saying yeah, yeah. What that, what that saying is. Yeah. But I thought that was kind of funny. Um, yeah. So uh, thank you so much, Rory, for uh, taking the time out, especially so early and uh, in the future there uh, from all of us here in North yeah. America to wake up. Uh, the sun is finally shining uh, nice and strong there through your window, I see. And uh, yeah, yeah, thanks yeah. for taking the time and uh, coming onto the podcast. Yeah, no worries. Thanks heaps for having me. It's um, it's great. It's great to catch up with you. Um, I love your stuff, man. Keep it up. It's, it's awesome. awesome. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Cool. Thanks, Julia. So there you have it, Long Care Nation. Uh, hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed that interview episode with Rory Green from Green's Lawn and Gardens. Uh, I want to thank Rory again for uh, taking the time out uh, and coming on to the podcast, especially uh, as uh, we talked about there uh, being, uh, you know, somewhat in the future, uh, so to speak. Uh, you know, it's, uh, 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 I think we timed um, or set up uh, the time here uh, where I am on the West Coast of Canada. It was 11 a.m. Uh, on Friday, and uh, it was 5 a.m. on Saturday morning uh, for Rory uh, to uh, do this uh, podcast uh, interview. So, uh, you know, absolutely just want to uh, thank him for, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> juggling his time around uh, to make uh, time uh, to come on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. I'll leave some links uh, in the podcast uh, show notes uh, for you guys uh, to find uh, Rory uh, there. Uh, uh, you know, if you want to follow him online and I would implore you guys to, uh, uh check him out on Instagram and follow him there, uh, for sure. As uh, that's where I follow him. And, uh, he's uh, always got some, uh, pretty funny posts, uh, that he, uh, puts up from time to time. Uh, so, uh, that's it for this one, guys. Here's to wishing you guys all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business. Bye for now.